So I'm joined today by a couple of guys that were uh, incredibly supportive of our Walk for Autism that we did from Leicester to Watford. Um, they, one of the gents even joined in for a mile. I thought I was going to get in for a bit longer, but he, he did a mile. It was all good. Um, I'm joined by Justin and Carl. They're from the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. It's a Watford podcast. They created it during the lockdown when there was no football to be able to go and to attend. And they've brought joy to thousands with it. So guys, Justin, Carl, welcome to the Inside the Orange podcast. How's your day been so far? Not bad. Yeah, it's been all right. Not bad. Thank you. What an introduction that is, eh? Thank it you. It is, yeah. Well, as I say, I love, you guys know I love Watford Football Club, so if I can get a link into my podcast to talk about Watford, I will do. You started a Watford podcast, so what better way to introduce yourselves and to tell us how? How did that start? Um, well, yeah, basically, as you said in the introduction really um i i've done some bits of broadcasting in the past and i i sort of tried running a podcast on my own and that kind of fizzled out and i thought mm, i think there might be room for another podcast for watford i don't know let's try it um i think i might have mentioned it to carl what two or three times before we actually said let's have a chat about doing it i guess and um yeah so I, you know, literally, I think our first recording was literally on a like a free version of Zoom that we sort of overran by a few minutes and cobbled it together, put it out there. A few people said that sounds okay, and it's kind of gone from there, really. Um, at no point did we think there'd be, you know, ex-player interviews or, um, you know, doing some of the stuff that we've done with it. It's it's gone wild considering you know what we thought we were going to do with it. So it's every day's a surprise with it, really. Uh, even sort of nearly two mm. years old. It's um, that's how I remember it. Any card? I don't know if you remember it any differently. So yeah, I mean, very much so. I think I think it was important that we wanted it to be something different to what was already available. You know, for such a small club, there, there's quite a lot of content out there. Um, you yeah, know, when we've spoken to to other podcasters at, at other teams, it's you know, one, two, maybe at most. Uh, unless you're talking about, you know, the United's Arsenal's of the world. So we're quite inundated with um, with, with the media and, and, and that side of it nowadays in in, in football. So I, th I think it was very important. And we were both, you know, on the same side of the fence that we wanted it to be different. We didn't want to toe the line with the club. If it was rubbish, we wanted to say it was rubbish. And on the other flip side, if it was good, we wanted to say it was good. So I think, I think it resonates with a lot of people because... Um, you know, our views are, are probably views that they share. Um, and, and I think that's the, been the big success to it, that we've just kept it real all the way through. Um, and, you know, and we don't plan to change that. <laughs> no, and I don't think we could anyway, to be honest. <laughs> I know nothing's ever, no. is that nothing's ever, you know, discussed beforehand usually. We just hit record and talk. Um, I think mm. if we did plan it, we would never stick to the plan. I think that's part of it. Uh, some, I was talking to some today about it and said, you know, there's been times we've been having a chat and we've gone into deadly snakes in Australia or, um, you know, so many other things that have got absolutely nothing to do with football, certainly nothing to do with Watford. Um, but people seem to like it. So, you know, well, I think we'll just carry on doing that, really, just getting recorded and having a chat. And do you know what? Why I think it kind of works. So my podcast, Inside the Orange, is about understanding people. So one of my friends, when I first started this, gave me a mug that said podcasting is my therapy. Now, for football fans, 
surely having that outlet has got to be therapy. Is that something that you kind of, have you felt that from the, from the podcast? Certainly last season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I need therapy after last season, but yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, I, I, Justin, um, really sort of poked the idea around about doing the live Twitter spaces, which was something that we never really considered because it, it, it is literally, you know, we've got a WhatsApp group, there's three of us, um, Peter, uh, myself and Justin, and, and it's a case of just bouncing ideas off of each other. And if we think, you know, something might stick, we try it, see what happens. And, but, you know, touch wood, I think we've been very fortunate with everything that we've, we've pretty much done um, as, as stuck in some way. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really weird. I can't get, but I was at the Elton John concert on um, Saturday, Sunday, sorry, to get that right, on Sunday. Um, and you've got people coming up to you going, oh, I love your podcast. And, you know, and I, really surreal for me. Um, and I know Justin's, you know, he's might be walking around the supermarket and somebody comes up to him talking about the podcast. It's just, it's just really, it's mental, really is mental. And we are, you know, I've always said this, we are just Watford supporters. We're nothing, you know, claim to be anything or have any inside scoop anywhere or anything from the club. So we just do our thing and hope people like it. So yeah, therapy is a, is a, is a good way of explaining it, I think, because people get to vent on, you know, especially after games, especially after last season, some of the stuff that the material that we were getting out of it, we, we turned them into new podcasts because it was just brilliant what was coming out, you know, and, and it's amazing when you actually sit in that kind of um, theatre in the, you know, what Twitter is and people have their own opinions of Twitter, but you start hearing people's opinions, you go, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's right. I'm the, I'm the same. Uh, and and that there isn't enough of that nowadays because it, you know social media can be very much. This is my opinion. You know, have that. Okay, but what we're what we're trying to do is let everybody have their opinion, let everybody have their space, and it, it really has been yeah, it's really been popular. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's interesting how the podcast um, has evolved because to start with, it was always just kind of me and Carl having a chat, and it was kind of. I think we were maybe doing one a week or certainly we were leaving it maybe two games and then doing a podcast. And then he said, Oh, I've got Tony Coatney interested in coming on. And I thought oh, that's interesting because I never thought we'd get to speak to an ex-player. So Tony Coatney was our very first um, ex-player. And then I can't remember the exact order, but I think we then had Nick Wright and Jay Demerit and, and Gifton Noel Williams and all these guys coming on. And then that kind of became the focus for a while was, still talking about games, but we'd have these sort of specials where we were talking to ex-players. Um, that kind of now has been superseded more with fan interaction uh, a little bit. Um, and I actually, I think I kind of prefer that because it's, it's, it's kind of live and on the hoof and you have to think a little bit when you're sort of hosting, you never know who's going to come on what they're going to say next on those Twitter spaces. You, I mean, obviously you start to know characters. So, you know, if you're going to bring uncle Ron in, for example, that you're going to have some very bleak views of things that will be um, uh, countered by other people. You know, if you're going to get Greg on Wendover Horny, he's going to have certain views about things. And you know, if you're going to get, other people who think oh they're going to talk about this so although you kind of know what what's going to happen if certain people come on you know 
you don't know what's going to happen in the match. You don't know if you're going to win them. Well, last season, we knew we were going to lose them most of the time. But you knew when you open it, you know, there's going to be people that want to talk about the game. They want to have their say. And and it, it kind of feels a bit like a Watford 606 in a way. Um, and, you know, sometimes you get people on like Andy Collins or Chris Stark from, from the BBC. Um, I think, did I say that Rodney Marsh was listening once? I think he was. Rodney uh, Marsh, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, we've had... Um, you know, we got because we can see everybody that's kind of listening, and you sometimes think, Oh, no, there's a lot of verified people, and then you go through, going, Oh, he's a journalist for the Guardian or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of evolved more into a, a fan interaction thing. That's not to say we won't do any more interviews. In fact, you know, we've actually hopefully lined a few up that to, to come up. Um, but we started the quiz thing, which you've been on the, the world versus Carl, which some people like, some people don't, but you know, yeah, you, you lost, to... you lost. It's very rarity that I win one, so <laughs> oh, did Rick lose? I can't remember the outcomes, right? Okay, perhaps I shouldn't have brought that up then. Um, but I think also, as well, having Peter on board as well has, has changed the dynamic as well because he's always coming up with ideas that perhaps we wouldn't have thought about. Um, he's a very good sounding board. If you say to Peter, What do you think of this? and he'll say, That's a terrible idea, then generally we don't go ahead with it, but um. Uh, to be honest, though, Pete was a bit cold, I think, on the spaces to start with, wasn't he? He said, oh, I'm not sure if you want to do that. And we sort of said, don't know, let's give it a go. And then, you know, two or three in, we knew we, it was going to work. I think we, we didn't we spot one? One one happened and um, I can't remember who it was. It was Omar doing one, I think. I think Omar did one. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we, just went, sort of... oh, we could do that. I was walking down towards the grounds yesterday and a guy who lives in Bristol uh, is a Watford fan. So, oh, yeah, you, you from the podcast. Yeah, and I, you know, I was chatting to him all the way down to the ground. Uh, some I'm going to tell this story on one of our podcasts, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you now. I was sitting down with Mark from Merwells in the uh, Weatherspoons on Sunday before the Elton John concert. And there's a guy behind me getting dressed in a Mario costume, um, which was bizarre. I don't know. Weatherspoons, anything's possible. He was going to the gig. I'm not quite sure why he thought. I'm going to an Elton John concert. I'll put a, I'll put a Mario costume on. Mm. It, it didn't. Anyway, so he was quite impressed that he was talking to Mark because he was saying, oh, you're the guy who does the murals and da-da-da-da. And Mark said, well, it, this is, you know, just in front of Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I, go, oh, I love that podcast. I, I listened to that in my pants. Why are you telling me that? Uh, and then he brought his daughters out, who were sort of, you know, late teens, going, oh, look, this is the guy from the podcast. I, I listen to him in my pants. And they're going, oh, yeah, he does. I'm like, right, okay, thanks. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how um, people know us and recognize. I, I, I love it. I love people talk because I, I often then say, well, will you come on? You know, we need more people to come on and talk. Will you come on a space or will you come on one of our pre-season things or whatever? So um, it's, it's weird. It's weird, but it's lovely. And um, yeah, I can't. I never thought it would be like this. I thought maybe, I don't know, six months and we'll turn it in. I don't know. I mean, we, we started this, what, four managers ago, didn't it? It was Ivic, wasn't it? Our first manager that we were mm. doing. Under. Um, so, yeah, five managers maybe it is now. I don't know. I haven't counted. So, yeah. Oh, and, and of course, when, when um, sorry, I'm talking a lot here, I realise, but uh, yes, when um, Ranieri left um, and Hodgson was brought in, we were, you know, on BBC and, what was that Premier League World or something? Was it PLTV or something? We were on Carl. Yeah, Premier League, Premier League World. Yeah, um, and you, Carl was on Five Live. We were both on um, Free Counties Radio, um, and you know, I was getting there was calls on my phone from Manchester. I'm thinking I don't recognise this number, and then I've got a voice call. Hi, so and so from Five Live. Will you come and talk about you know Hodgson as your new manager or whatever? It was just bizarre, bizarre. 
absolutely mental. So, yeah, I, you know, if people like it, thank you. Thank you for listening. Carry on listening. Keep joining in. There you go. No, that's awesome. And I mean, the biggest compliment I can pay you, right, is there are a few things on my Saturday that are guaranteed. If I can't get to a game, which some sometimes I can't always get to, I like to have Sky Sports news on, I like to know I can watch the game. But I also want to make sure that I'm listening, that I'm in a place to listen to your Twitter <laughs> space. You're right, you have got some characters on there. You've named a couple. Um, but I think yeah. that's the biggest compliment I can pay you is it's listenable and that's that's what you want a podcast to be that's what you know you want it to be but it's what what is good is it's not even though it's you guys setting it up you want the people to speak you want the people to join and you want the people to have their views as polarized as they are is that is that fair it makes for great listening um you know i think if you listen to 606 you think oh because they, they often say and oh, we've got somebody who's going to talk about Watford in a minute you think you know you think oh that's good and then like, there's another six calls and someone will talk about Watford and they might only talk for 30 seconds and then you listen to Millwall Spurs or whatever it is this is purely Watford so this however long it's going to be and some of our spaces have gone on for two hours I think after Norwich was one and uh, there was another one that went on and on and on and I thought oh, I should be finishing in a minute and it carried on um, so we don't tend to stop until we think everybody that wants to talk has spoken is another thing as well. We always say, if anyone wants to speak, just put your hand up, which you can do on Twitter spaces and we'll get to you and get you in. We have had a few idiots on. Um, I can't remember who we were talking to. Um, Crystal Palace. Was it Crystal Crystal Palace? Palace? Yeah, it was Crystal Palace. And then what was that one we were doing with Benjamin Bloom was on and some guy came on and was an absolute idiot. I can't remember now. Benjamin was on one. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean, sometimes you do have to mute people or kick them off if you think, you know, people aren't going to want to listen to this. But if you've got a point about Watford and, you know, when we think it's valid, we'll let you talk and then we'll let other people come in on it. So, well, you've got your your Uncle Ron's of this world. Um, you know, people will respond and people will talk and it does open up debate. So, I, I've got absolutely no problem with anybody coming on if they've got a point about Watford. Let's, let's hear them because I'm sure my view isn't right. There's obviously things I need to know or learn or, you know, points. I thought oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of it that way sort of thing. So, yeah, it's um, it's just evolved. It's just, and I like talking to people, as you can tell. I like talking to people as well. So I, I think yeah. it was I think it was important as well, because when we when we did first start it off, it was very much about opinions. You know, football's a game of opinions um, and you haven't got to agree with them. You haven't got to like them, but they're an opinion, you know, wh- whatever it is. And I, and I think we very much kept to that that recipe for the for the Twitter spaces as well. And I think that's probably why it works so well, because we people do know now that they can come on there and say pretty much what they want without the fear, you know, of, of being you know, ripped apart on Twitter or, or whatever social platform it is. But um, yeah, it's good. It's that it, they are really, um, they're really popular with, with people. I, I'm normally on public transport coming back from an away game. So it, it, it's very much, um, you know, and the work Justin and, and, and Peter do on it to, to, to control it makes it what it is as well. I think it's very difficult otherwise, because you've just got people coming in left, right and centre. So it's very much a, it almost feels like a radio show vibe to it you know Justin's touched on that but yeah that all credit goes to to, to the two guys there um because they do a lot of the editing as well I just turn up and um 
Talk well, you should say that, but we don't normally get people getting bitten by police horses or, you know. No. So I provide entertainment, yeah. Sometimes there's things that go on while you're out and about. We go, well, I wasn't expecting that today. <laughs> getting bitten by a police horse called Putney, for example. Putney, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was also a part of this, you know, the 83 mile walk. I'm not going to mention how, you know, we, let's not mention how far he walked, but he was, he was part of that, wasn't he? You know what I mean? Front and centre. I was there. I was there. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. It was good. It was, um, it, it, I wanted to, to, uh, to certainly see you in Watford coming through the, the high street for, for that bit. And I, and I'm really pleased because we got you on the, um, on the vlog as well, which was, it was a bit of a peculiar time actually, because we were, I was toying with the idea whether to carry on the vlogs or not, but I'm pleased to say we are continuing with that. But, um, but yeah, we got the bit where you were at the, you got to the stadium, um, and, and the reception you got there, mate, that must have been amazing for you. It's, it's that bit where you go, I could do this again. And then you think, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, but talking about that, that walk down and, and, and Justin's mentioned there about the guys from Merwall. So hmm. one of the most iconic things to do, to do, and I, I'm pleased we walked that way, was the subway in Watford, which has now been decorated with iconic and and the, the the mural is incredible it, especially not, well it's all fantastic but elton and, and graham taylor that part there is absolutely phenomenal um but as you walk up there's there's a scene of of a of a football game that because i, I ask this because people might be listening and going why the hell is it called do not scratch your eyes what how's that got to do with watford and you've also a bit of free advertising had me stood in front of it on the end of the walk, pointing to your podcast name <laughs> because it is in a speech bubble. Where does do not scratch your eyes come from? Fill them in. I know, but I'm sure listeners won't 100% know where it comes from. So we were coming up with ideas for the name of the podcast and sort of kicking ideas backwards and forwards. And it's so hard, really, because you've already got from the rookery end or, you know, the Hornets nest or all these other things, enjoy the game and all these kind of things. And I think you kind of need something that's kind of recognisable fairly instantly to Watford fans, but maybe not to others, perhaps. I don't know. So I think it just literally came to me. Uh, I sent Carl a text and said, what about do not scratch your eyes? And he went, that's the one. And that was basically the one that we kind of agreed on. So it comes from... Um, Leicester versus Watford uh, in May 2013 when Watford were down and out um, at the end of the match. It was looking like we were about to lose because Anthony Knockhart had been fouled in the box or he had fallen over in the fallen box. Fallen over, yeah. He'd fallen over, very, you know, minimal contact. Mark Hoker said he nudged him. He's gone over. Penalty to Leicester. And if Knockhart scores the goal, then Leicester go to Wembley. Uh, and it was literally... 90 plus minutes I think it was 90 plus six minutes or something so we'd, yeah. we'd already gone over the 90 minutes this was literally the last kick of the game and obviously uh, Knockhart stepped up and Almunia saved it twice the ball goes down the other end Troy Deeney scores and the sky commentary goes along the lines of Forestieri his hog Deeney and the next words after that are do not scratch your eyes you are literally witnessing whatever it is the most incredible moment yeah yeah there you go um so i thought that that would work and <clears throat> i actually got in touch with the commentator a guy called bill leslie about 
few months into our podcast and said, will you come on? And he said, yeah. So we've actually spoken to him about it um, and said, why did you say do not scratch your eyes? And he said, oh, it was, you know, I was trying to say do not scratch your head or do not rub your eyes. And I've got the two phrases mixed <laughs> up and it came out that way or whatever. Um, and so with regards to the subway, <clears throat> that particular part, or the mural is that scene that I've just described in cartoon form, like Roy of the Rovers. And the very last part of it says, Dini! And then there's an exclamation mark. And I said to Mark at mural, Mural's, um, you do know what comes after the word Dini in that commentary, don't you? And he said, no, I don't. I said, the next words after that, I do not scratch your eyes. And he said, I'll try and get that in the mural. And I said, you won't. You will not do it. One, because there's nowhere to put it. And two, you know, it's the club probably won't let you do it. Or someone will say something. Or, you know, there's other podcasts out there that might not like it or whatever. So it was the night of the Norwich game that it was kind of officially unveiled. Um, and he said to me, Mark said to me, come down a little bit early because Tommy Mooney's going to be there signing the wall and you might get to meet him. And I said, okay. By the time I got there, Tommy had been and gone, but I literally saw Mark finishing off writing eyes in the bottom of the exclamation mark. So I said, you've done it. He said, yeah, I've done it. So that was it. I was like, wow. So yeah, the whether, you, whether it's the commentary or our podcast that is immortalised on that wall, I'm always going to say it's the podcast. I'm sure Carl will always say it's the podcast. Definitely the um, podcast. But yeah, so do not scratch your eyes is immortalized on a subway in Watford which I don't think it gets much better than that to be honest that's kind of the you know if you want to know about a pinnacle of what we've done over the last two years that for me is amazing so that's the story behind it anyway that's brilliant did you also have Johnny Phillips on the podcast as well because he did the alternative which I don't think he would well he must have needed as much time off as I needed to recover my feet after that because he looked (laughs) like he'd absolutely yeah <laughs> lost him he, he was a he was a really interesting guy actually because he you know he still stands by it um that that's one of the greatest things he's witnessed in a in a football ground but as you remember then it's uh, he would have been in the old um wooden stand yeah. because yeah. yeah yeah so uh he was watching the whole thing on a on a tiny little sort of monitor the size of an ipad and and trying to take it all in and um, although it's madness, what what goes on? It's it, again, it's it's brilliant, but it, just with with his reactions and stuff. And we yeah, we got to talk to him and you know about uh, sort of the insights into into where he goes and how it all works. You know, and it's quite it's quite interesting stuff, really. But yeah, he he's adamant that's he, he's never going to see anything like that again. And he's probably right. We you know we're, we're very fortunate for, for those who were there and to, to witness that. He didn't actually want to do that game either. He wanted to no. play football, didn't he? One of his he was, he was supposed to be playing in a cup final for his Sunday league team and he begged the producers, whoever, please get me out of it. Um, and they, they didn't, so he had to go. So, uh, yeah, like he says, you know, it's just, just fate that he was there, really. Is he? Did he talk about how he felt about how he reacted, though? Because, I mean, he's become like a meme and it, it went a little bit, you know, watching just him react to it was quite... Was he all right with that? It's been a while since we spoke to Johnny. I think he he realised that that has gone down in history. I think he said it's one of Sky's most watched clips or something. So he knows that it's big. Um, We did ask him to recreate it or someone asked if he'd recreate it. And he said, you know, he tried and said, no, I can't. Um, But again, what he did say was that um, 
if you listen to the commentary when they've gone over to him, he started very high in pitch in his voice and he just increased in pitch and volume as he went. And that's kind of why he lost his breath or lost his words because he just couldn't get any higher. He's building it and building it and building it. He said, I should have started lower. should have started lower with my commentary because it just got up and up and up and up. So by the time he's gone, I don't believe what I've just seen. And he's sort of, you know, his headphones are flying off and all that oh. sort of stuff. Normally they only get a very short window to do their report, but because of obviously what was happening, the sky basically cut to him. So he was trying to give as much as he could to the people that were obviously watching it on TV and so forth. So he, he had a, a kind of extended uh, run with, with that. But again, yeah, as, as I've said, it's, it, it is amazing. And great to talk to them both, you know, um, both sides of it. And, and they've spoken as well. They've spoken about their the experience, um, which is quite interesting. So, yeah, um, check them out. They are still available. Yeah. In fact, every podcast we've ever done is still available, um, I believe. I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, there is actually a, if you go onto our Twitter, there's a link tree on there. And then there's within the link tree, there's another link that's got all of our um, guest speakers on there. You're on there, by the way, Rich. Um, so everybody that we've spoken to, whether it's um, Merwolves or ex-players or Johnny or Bill or Genesis Elijah or anybody that we've spoken to as a special guest is on there. The, the recent Andrew French ones are on there. So there's a lot to choose from. There's a lot to choose from. Yeah, and one episode that I was surprised you did, um, more than any, was you spoke to a Luton fan as well, didn't you? Justin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was yeah, actually I was actually with him yesterday <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I don't have a pathological hatred of all things Luton. Um, I will talk to anybody if they're reasonable. <laughs> you know, if you're going to get someone on who's like, no, oh, you're a lot of rubbish, and I won't even you know, discuss things with you and there's no point talking because you're not going to have a conversation. Um, so that came through uh, a fellow Watford fan called Fazana Chowdhury, who said, who works at Free Counters, and she said, do you want to talk to Justin Dealey? And I said to Carl, do you want to do it? And he went, yeah, all right, let's do it. So, and he was great, actually. He's, he's actually, we're in discussions with him, or I was in discussions with him yesterday that we might, might be able to do something around the derbies with perhaps him and Andy Collins as well. So early days might happen, might not, but that'd be fantastic if we could do a podcast before the, the derbies with those two. That'd be brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Cause they're both very, very entertaining. Andy Collins. Sometimes we, we, <laughs> we took a decision not to bleep recently. We did, we put a survey out um, uh, saying, do you prefer swearing in our podcast or not? Cause if people don't like it, then I'll bleep it, but it's a bit of a pain cause you gotta go through it and edit it you know, it can take ages. And the over um arching majority wanted swearing. So we're leaving it in. So we got Andy Collins on and he said, he said we're not swear we're not bleeping swearing anyone. He just went for it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think I, I think I said something and then he went, Oh, are we allowed to swear? And I went, Yeah, yeah, it. it's a free for all now. And he was like, ah bosh. Off he, he went. went. <laughs> <laughs> he just went for it. So we got a recording of a BBC Three Counties Breakfast presenter swearing on our on one of our podcasts. But yeah, so we did, we do we did talk to Justin Dealey. Um, I remember in that particular conversation, he did say we would be playing each other this season yeah. coming. And I said, well, that means one of us is going to get relegated or one of us is going to get promoted. And obviously it was us getting relegated for that to happen. So, um, yeah, he was, he was saying to Mark yesterday, you're going to do something at Luton. I said, well, you need a wall first, don't you? Before you have it. <laughs> Can't spray it on a fence. Yeah, it don't work. Yeah, you need a wall, don't you? <laughs> I'm sure them terraced houses don't want it all over it. Danny Oakland. Yeah. 
So yes, yeah, we did talk to Justin Dealey. Yeah. Well, one of their stands is in someone's living room, anyway, isn't it? I've, I've, you have to no, go it is. Someone's front door the oak end. Yeah, yeah you, have to, you have to walk through. You have to walk through a house basically to get in. Yeah, it's, it's a very bizarre place. But we we did um, trespass on the on the point that maybe you know Luton having that god awful place that they play football in um, is is actually a benefit to them because they're 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 looking to move very shortly in their their new palace. So I think maybe that takes a little bit of it away because it is a horrible place to go as a supporter, as a player. It must be awful. So yeah, be interested to see what happens with them in the uh, in the in the coming years. But they they look all, all credits. They had a great season last year. Um, but you know we're 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 in town now, so yeah, it's <laughs> going to be it's going to be feisty. So as well as, as I said, the commentators you've had. Um, the Luton players, you've talked about some players. Now, I'm going to ask that horrible podcast question. Have you got a favourite? Are they yet to come on? Or And who was the favourite of the interviews you've had? You go first. We've been asked this a few times, haven't we? And it's a, it's a real, real tough one. Um, I, I think for his enthusiasm and for the guy he was and just the way he came across, Jay Demerit's up there for me. I thought he was... I thought he was um, Really good. Um, don't know if I've got a favourite. I mean, there's, there's there's different ones that kind of stick out in my mind for different reasons. If that makes sense. So, Jade Merritt just for because he's so positive. My God, I needed to go and read like you know some bad, but you know, watch the news for ten minutes after speaking to him just to level me out again. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. I mean, we spoke to. I mean, Luther Bliss. It's always great to speak to when you get to speak to your heroes, I guess, in, in, in you know, that your own way. Um, I really enjoyed, and it's only because I loved him as a player and it wasn't a real, I, I wouldn't say a spectacular podcast by any stretch of the imagination, but I really enjoyed um, our chat with Peter Kennedy because mm-hmm. I, because he was a brilliant player and I, I not, not in skill set, but just his work rate and his effort, you know, um, and he was, he was part of that, um, you know that playoff final winning team, and I think we've we've had a real good couple of chats with players in and around that. So Nick Wright, Peter Kennedy, um, Alan Smart. Alan Smart's a, is a is a, a free part um, one, um, and it's we we were worried about it a little bit because it is you know it's really intense in in, in some ways. But it, you know what? It's and it's just incredible that you know just by speaking to that person and them hearing what a professional footballer goes through, which essentially they're human beings, you know, that's, um, and it touches something with them and it just, it's like, it's a connection. And I, and I, that's the, the bit I love the most that it, it just reaches so many different people. You know, we're not, you know, it doesn't matter what, you know, where you come from, any, any of that. Um, it just, if you've got a connection with it, it, it you know, it's, it's great. So I've answered that by not answering it. Haven't I? You have. Excellent. My work here is done. Well done. Um, I think sometimes it's ones that you think, I, I don't know how well this is going to go. And then when you do it, you go, wow. Uh, for example, Genesis Elijah, uh, mm-hmm. local rapper um, who, you know, my, I actually said on the podcast, my knowledge of rap is limited. I do, I do have some rap in the record collection, but, you know, I'm not an expert on rap by any means. Absolutely fantastic interview. Very, very genuinely warm and fun 
funny. Um, the Andy Collins ones always make me laugh. Uh, you always know you're going to get great content when you've got Andy on. Um, there have been some players I've been, I'm not going to name them, but there have been some players I've been a little bit disappointed with in that they didn't really look as if they were really wanting to talk to us, to be honest, and or, or they weren't really coming out with the gems when it came to stories. So some some sort of clever editing may have been uh, applied. Um, but yeah, ones that stick out for me would probably be Genesis. Um, everyone's been lovely in giving up their time. Um, you know, some some podcasts, Alan Smart, we have for three hours, for example, which is why we've had to cut it up into three sections. No one's given us less than an hour. Um, apart from maybe players that English isn't their first language. So Tamas Priskin was sure Abdi. Oh, Ab- Abdi. Abdi. We, we recorded Alman Abdi in the daytime as well, didn't we? We did. It was like 10 o'clock on a Monday morning or something. Yeah, That's the other thing as well. Sometimes you, you get people going, oh, can I do Monday at 10 o'clock? And you go, right. So there have been times where Carl's been sat in a car or he's been at a doctor's appointment or or, or something like that. Um classic example would be when AFTV invited us down to Vicarage Road. Brilliant. Uh, and they said, oh, it's Tuesday at, Tuesday at 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, I can probably make it. But I don't know about Carl. And I don't think you were well that day, were you, mate? Oh, I don't know. I had a bout of something, didn't I? But yeah, funny enough, I was all over the, the internet. Not, not uh, yeah, too long it's, it's on AFTV. He's on the, he's all over the place. He's about yeah. 24 a, hours later. Yeah, I had a guy, a guy that I work with who's a massive Arsenal fan. He went, did I see you on Arsenal TV? And I was like, uh, 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 maybe. When did you record that? Uh, just before the game. I was like, yeah. what else can I say? What else can you say? <laughs> yeah. And that, that PLTV thing as well, they literally gave us, I don't know, half an hour warning. So I texted mm. Carson, can you do it? He said, yeah. And then they gave us both Zoom. the same. I was pretending yeah. I was doing a Zoom call. <laughs> well, you were. You were doing a Zoom yeah. call. But it was, but I was going out across Europe at the yeah. time. On, I was on pretending the... it was for work. Um, but the thing was, they gave us both the same same Zoom link. And as it's about to start on this, I've never done telly before, so I don't know how it works. But just before it starts, you can actually watch what's going out live. Mm. And there's actually footage of Hodgson taking a training session that I'm watching on my screen. And it's very much like what we're doing now. So the screen, the main screen had the, the, the footage on it. And then there was me, Carl, and at the top. And I've got a producer talking to me again. Uh, oh, you're both on the same Zoom link. You need to be on separate ones. Otherwise, you're going to be on the same screen or something. So I said, right. So I said, well, we're going to cut Carl off now and then bring him back in. And I said, well, don't do that because he doesn't know what the Zoom link is. Or Something happened that only I had the Zoom link. So I'm busy texting the producer going, please give me this other Zoom link immediately because Carl won't be in on this. And they go, I'm now going to talk to some podcasters. I'm like, no, literally, you must have had it with seconds to spare. And then when they cut to us, you were sat in the window. And I was like, oh, he got in. Because I thought any minute now it's going to be me on my own. I'm going to be like, they're going to ask me questions. I'm going to go, normally that would be, Carl would answer that one. Uh, (laughs) We managed to get that done within seconds. Um, Mm. But again, this was what, two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday or something. Um, So you have to kind of say yes if someone says can you do it you go yeah and then you work around the logistics of that later on rather than oh i'll get back to you because by that point they've got somebody else or you know they don't want you anymore so we you try just and be got, as, you just got to say yes haven't you i think and just got to say yeah and we try and be yeah. i mean peter calls us media tarts um he hasn't said that for a while though but he used to call us media tarts all the time and i i i, I said just say yes to everything <laughs> 
because you never know, you know, it could be another opportunity, another day or whatever. I'll never turn anything down. If someone says, can you come on and talk? We'll do it. Mm. Really. That's, that's a, that's a real good point actually, because we've, we've spoken to people before, you know, not, not connected in any way. And then it's opened other doors up. So the, we, we spoke to a Burnley um, podcaster um, and I, I think it was on his Instagram and I noticed he'd spoken to Arsenal TV. So we lit and it was literally just a conversation to say, have you got a, an email or anyone at us? Cause we were due to play them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Send it to us, send it off and they come straight back to us. Yeah. Robbie would love to speak to you. Blah, blah, blah. And it, it, it just opens up other doors. Uh, Benjamin uh, Bloom's another one. Um, just by talking to, to people and Justin spotted him in the stadium um, that was yeah yeah I, I, I came out half cut after the Liverpool game and went viral yeah it's just a, <laughs> that was just... so weird we were both on holiday I was in Greece and Cole you were in the Canaries it Canaries. was the time of the Leeds match so do you remember when we played Leeds away beginning of last season I was flying to Tenerife that night I was in, I was in Leeds yeah I was in Leeds and then I travelled back and we were flying out that, that following morning or whatever yeah but I watched the Leeds game in um, Zanti. Um, and and that night, I think, I got a message through from Benjamin Bloom, who I admired. I watched his YouTube videos. He's a YouTube vlogger for the championship. He's brilliant. Love him. And I got a message through from him saying, could you come on and talk to me on Monday? And I was like, no, because I'm in Zanti. And Carl can't do it because he's in Tenerife. So I said to Peter, can you do it? And he said, yeah, he was absolutely brilliant. At the, you know, he did a brilliant job. But genuinely, I was fed up that I wasn't going to get a chance to talk to Benjamin Bloom. And then the next game was Liverpool at home, and he was two seats away from me. So I said, like, Benjamin, he went, yeah. I said, Justin, oh, yeah, yeah, how you doing? I said, you know, fine, but I'm really fed up. I missed you last week, so let's do something at half-time. So I did something at half-time, and I knew he was going to be outside the Hornet shop uh, at the end of the match. So I'm trying to get hold of Carl saying, come up. But what had happened to Carl was uh, he realised we were 2-0 down at half-time and spent the second half in the bar. So he had an extra hour's worth of beer in him by the time he came up to Benjamin. So I've given a very nice, pleasant interview. Oh, you know, we were unlucky. You know, Liverpool are obviously a much better team. And he comes out telling him that most Salah is the Salt Bay. Next thing you know, it's gone viral. And he's had 50,000 views within 48 hours or whatever it was. Um, and then, in fact, two nights after that, weren't we at Luther Blissett's investiture? Investiture. As a of the, and he, both of us are like, looking at our phones going, well, it's got 55,000 now, it's like 60,000 now, whatever. Um, so you just wow. never know. Take every opportunity there is because you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Don't ever say no. I don't think we've ever said yes and regretted it, have we? Can you think of anything mm. we said yes to and gone? That was a waste of time. Oh, hello. Yeah, you can think I've, I've got one. Yeah. I remember I remember saying yes to one. Are you going to mention this or is this something no. we better not talk about? No, oh, I'm not going to mention right. it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried. done. I'm worried it's going to be this interview, to be fair. So. No, 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 no. But I'm intrigued to know what that is now. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Anyway, yes. Um, so generally, generally, we'll say yes to anything um, just because, oh, you know, I enjoy it as well. That's the other thing I actually enjoy. You know, if people want me to talk, I'll talk. <laughs> you know, I don't mind. Um, so, yeah, that's um, – you never know what's going to happen next. I mean, this season, obviously now we're going to be talking to a load of new podcasts because we've been in the – Premier League last year so we were talking to guys from Newcastle they were great guys the Newcastle guys we met them down at Vicarage Road did you meet them at Newcastle Carl or not I don't think they went Pete and the other guy did they to Newcastle no the the main guy did I met him up there 
Right. I bumped into, oh, uh, 114,000 views now. Oh, that's what you were doing, was it? 140,000. Yeah. There you go. There you are. Um, I actually do some work with Benjamin Bloom now, so that's come out of that as well. So yeah, exactly, it's, yeah. It's crazy, it's isn't it? Never know. Um, so what was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, uh, bad ones. There was a, yeah, bad ones I can't really think off the top of my head of a bad one. I, can, I know you thought of something, but just never say no. It's all good fun. It's good fun. I love it, you know. That's what I was saying. So obviously we've got new podcasts to talk to this season because we've been dealing with AFTV and what's the name of the one, the Newcastle one? I can't remember what they call themselves now. Uh, loaded or something? Loaded, yeah, Loaded Mag. Loaded Mag. Loaded um, Mag, yeah. And Joe, Joe obviously from Burnley we'll be talking to because they, yeah. they came down with us. So, so what I did is, um, while I was on holiday actually, I, I sat on my sun lounge and thought, right, because it's quite good to connect to these you know, to these other podcasters, a little bit like like we have, to be fair. You know, with you, Rich, you know, it's quite, it opens up other doors and you never know what, what's going to come of it. So I, I literally sent that it was the same generic message to every single, I picked one podcast, you know, for each team, barring one. I'll let you And I still think you should do that. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've got one for Luton because I think the Andy Collins... Well, and- we have been... Followed by a couple of Luton accounts. Yeah, there. I know. So maybe, maybe, but I, I just, I don't know. Anyway, but so I'll barring one, it. barring one team, I, I've got, I've got, I've connected with a, a podcast. So, I know what you're regretting now. I know what you're regretting now. You do, don't I, you? I do. I know exactly what you regret. You know, I know you did. Yeah, I know. I might mention. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I'll tell you, you that, that on your own, didn't you? Yes, it did. Yes. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Yeah, 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 it did. That was horrible. Um, so, yeah, I've connected with a, a, a podcast f- for every team in the championship. So we'll have, you know, something going out. Um, I, I don't know whether we want to do sort of pre-game stuff, because I think there's a lot of that already about. But, you know, just just to uh, some sort of connection. And I think maybe the Twitter spaces are a good way to do that, um, using that. So... Yeah, so there's, there's there's so much happening and, and every time we, we seem to turn a court or turn a page, there's something new on it. Um, and, you know, we've got we've got loads coming up this season. The, the, the match day vlogs are going to go again, thankfully. Um, Peter's told me, do them, get them done. So, so yeah, so if Peter says do it, you do it. You just get, get it done. Yeah. We both listen to Peter. He's like the wise owl. He is the wise owl, yeah. You just always defer to Peter, and if Peter says yes or no, generally he's right on the money. So <laughs> he's kind of like the, the the spiritual heart of the podcast, if you like. It's, yeah, the yeah, guru. The guru, yeah. That's why we pay him the big bucks, as we say. So so going back from where you've started, where does is it just something that is now going to be ingrained with you guys with Watford for as long as people are listening? Is yeah, I guess fine? so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the thing is, it's why I, I think, you know, why for me personally, why I still have a love for it and a want to do it, um, you know, and it, it it brought me a lot of help and during um, COVID, you know, just to, to talk to people and, and talk about something that we've all got in common, which is the football club. So, you know, I got a lot out of it in, in the early days and still do. So I think as, as long as that's still there and, I, and, I, and I've still got the same passion for it. I, you know, I want to keep it going as, as much as possible, you know, and it, it's just, we're, we're very lucky in the sense of, um, 
you know the two other people that I get to do the podcast with we, we we've got I don't know it's not even a I don't want to say six cents because it's not the thing, but we just it just seems to work. And we don't really have to try that hard to make it work. It, it just kind of happens, um, you know, and I think if anything ever becomes forced or where, you know, um, we got involved with, you know, I, I, I'll say how it is. We're trying to get current players at the club. Now, to, to get current players at the club, realistically, you, you probably have to toe the line a little bit. Um, so, we, we, we want to find a happy medium where we can still be ourselves, but with current players. And I, and I think that's the, the next kind of goal live events as well. We'd love to do live events. That's, that's a, a, a big one for us, but we're, we're on a small budget. You know, we, I'm doing this from my spare bedroom in my house. Justin's in his, his office. Um, it, it's, it's gone mad for us. It really has, but Believe you and me, there are not thousands and thousands of pounds rolling into the bank account. <laughs> we're yet so, yeah. to make a penny out of it, actually. To be yeah, fair. yeah, um, yeah. We're probably lost. We've probably lost on it, but this, but it's not about the money. It's 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 about you know this. You know, just just chat. Honestly, chatting shit. Really, that's really what it is. Because you you'd be surprised on how helpful that is to people, and and I think that's the biggest thing I take away from it. That it people actually like it, and it and in some way they get something from it. So yeah, as long as long as I'm, I'm getting that, and you're always going to get people that are negative or don't like the stuff you do. All right, don't listen then. I'll say we haven't had much of that though. No, I had a I had a guy at the ground once, sort of, just I can't remember if it was at Watford or away, just saying oh, I don't I don't like the stuff you guys do. I was like, cool. Don't listen to it. Yeah, and, he, and, and that's what I said. So I said, cool. He's like, well, is that it? I was like, well, what, do you want, what do you want me to say? I'm not going to beg and plead you. Not, you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. I get that. You know, I, I don't listen to classic FM because it's not for me. Mm. It's just it's just how it is, yeah. It's I, I think, now, you know, yeah, exactly. But yeah. I think just going back on what you were saying, Cole, is, is with the whole toe in the line thing, mm. I think our style doesn't lend itself to toe in the line particularly well and I think yeah. people will realize that we're not being honest and true if suddenly our style changed and we became more investigative that's a word or more journalistic or more um sensible perhaps is a word mm. although what we do we take seriously we don't take it seriously if that makes sense so we you know obviously I try and obviously make sure the editing's good. I try and make sure that the, the sound balance is all right when I've made the podcast. I try and make sure the content's good. But at no point do I go, I am from Do Not Scratch Your Eyes and I'm a journalist and I want to attend press conferences and I want to do this. That's not us. We just we've had of... we've had all that. <laughs> we've had yeah. all that. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, but from that though, do you think this is where kind of the poison talus is it's in this modern era? That the the player of the you know seventies and eighties would have been more opinionated, would have had this conversation. Whereas now the players have got to be more careful about what they say, the sponsorships, the clubs, the everything like that. You can't then go that way, you know. Is it? Yeah, you. I mean, you you make a real good point. And players, play, players are trained now. You know, clubs pay. You know, they have somebody there that that you know puts them through their paces in the sense of interview techniques and, and so forth. But you know what we said very the start of this, they're, um, they're human beings at the end of the day, you know, they've still got the same likes and, and dislikes as, as the rest of us. Um, and to ask, I don't know, 
uh, a, a player that's in the current squad at the moment. Although you know, you know, Dan Gosling, I'll pick him for instance. Dan, do you ever go to McDonald's for a cheeseburger? Yeah, I do. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know, just just it's stuff like that. It doesn't have to be. Uh, so, what's your favourite? Uh, you know, memory in in football, or you know, the the, the standard questions and. That's that's what I hope we're really good at, that we can just turn, you know, because we've had to face a couple of times where it's been a little bit dark and a bit ooh, a bit out of our comfort zone, dare I say it, because it's serious. You know, we spoke about racism. We spoke about, you know, Helen Ward, um, you know, played Watford and Wales, spoke about sexism, you know, and, and stuff like that, things that people get really upset about, and, and rightly so. So for us to sort of tread on that icy pond, um, and, and try and stand there and be something we're not, you know, journalistic and, and, and so forth. That's, we don't, we, we skate, we get across it as quickly as we can and then move up, move them back into where we're comfortable and hopefully they're comfortable. And we've, we've not had any, any issues with anyone. Um, like Justin said, we've had a couple of people that just can't remember what they did yesterday, let alone when they played football. So, you know, it's difficult to, and, and that's where, that's where Justin's brilliant. Um, and, and Peter also where, you know, we, I've, I've spoken to people and said, this person um, was, was re- really tough. And they're like, well, I actually really liked that podcast, that episode. Yeah, I've had that like, as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's just because we saw it and felt it. And, and, and the fact it doesn't go, doesn't go back out to people that it, it was negative. This you know testament to, to the editing and that side of it. So it's a joint it's a joint effort. It I really think is. the other thing we've done as well though from the start is include other people. So we've always asked people to send in questions for players when mm. we're talking to them. So we call it punters questions. That's how it kind of evolved. It was not that to start with, but I think I think you named it punters questions once I thought I'll make a jingle for that. That'll work. <laughs> um so we always ask people to send in questions for people that we're talking to um and we always try and ask the ones that we think will be the best questions to ask um and you know we've, we've done it with everybody including andrew french because we did andrew french uh three hours with andrew french and people loved it absolutely loved it and said oh there must be more stories he's got and he said yeah i've got more stories i said well we'll have your stories but we'll also get people to ask you questions as well so we did question story question story or whatever th- throughout the podcast um and sometimes it pulls up some quite interesting questions. You think, well, I'm glad somebody else asked that because I wouldn't have done. Um, but obviously we're using our voices to ask it. <clears throat> um, very rarely has anybody ducked a question. I don't think anyone's ever ducked a question, have they? I can't think of no. any that we've asked. So I said, I'm not no, answering no, 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 no. You know, bugger off, whatever. Most people, when we stop recording, go, lovely lads, we'll do, I'll do that again another day if you want or whatever. Before we start recording, I always say, you're talking to two fans that I've got no trick questions for you. We're not going to trip you up. We're not going to make you stupid. We just want to talk to you because we used to watch you play and obviously we love what you did for the club or whatever. Um, also, at the end of the recording, if there's anything you think, please take that out. Tell me, I'll take it out. No problem at all. I don't mind. You know, as long as I've got some content to put out, it doesn't bother me. No one's ever done that apart from one. And that was um, a, a comedian that we spoke to who possibly went into the realms of strong alternative comedy, shall we say. And at the end, said, "Would you mind taking it out?" And I said, no, "Yeah, I think he had a chance to think about what you said and went." Mm. Yeah, he was in, <laughs> he was in character at the time, and obviously the character might have said it, but not the the comedian. So he then said, "Would you take it out?" I said, "No problem at all." Took it out and sent it to him the next day. He said, "Fine, put it out." So 
Um, we're not here to make anybody look stupid or we're not here to make anybody uncomfortable. We've not got any hard hitting questions. Um, we just literally turn the mic on and say, so um, where does your footballing career start? And generally people will talk you through that. And, you know, hopefully by the end of it, you've got through to where they played for Watford, any memorable games that they've played for Watford. And you've asked the punters questions and you've got them to do a little ident for future podcasts and you go away at the end of an hour, an hour and a half, when everybody's happy. Where that finishes for Carl, that's where it finishes for me. I'm then sat editing the bloody thing. Um, half an hour can take you three hours to edit sometimes because you're taking out all the ums, the ahs, the pauses. Do I leave that bit in? Do I take that bit out? You know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, but, you know, I'm not going to moan about it because I've just got to speak to someone I used to watch kicking the ball. He does, he kicking does moan about it, Rich. <laughs> he does moan about it. Not publicly. In the WhatsApp <laughs> <laughs> so publicly just, i don't on your on your play so i did ask like your favorite that is there a past player so we'll, we'll just go players is there a past player that you would love to have on well paul furlong's one of them yeah i definitely want to uh, speak to paul furlong but trying to track him i i even messaged his son on instagram <laughs> could you pass this to your dad if you see him in the, just anyway <laughs> just to try and uh but yeah i, I mean been quite lucky and um, Nigel Gibbs for me was was a massive massive one and we got we got to speak to Nigel so that 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 was brilliant um there was also Alec Chamberlain I'd love to get hold of Alec Chamberlain yeah I wouldn't mind speaking to Chamber uh but there's yeah there's there's a few Robert Page but clearly he's a bit busy, busy with Wales and so forth but yeah no there's 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 a few there's one that asked for money once and we said but we haven't got anything to pay you so he yeah is, he's off the list um We've also spoken to people over the world. When we spoke to Marlon King, he was in Zambia. That's right, isn't it? In his huge house, yes. In his huge house. Alman was in Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. Thomas Priskin was in Hungary. Yeah, Jay Demerit was in California. That's Van- right. I know, it was Vancouver. Vancouver. And, and, and I think we were going to speak to Ronnie Rosenthal in Israel, but we did it in the UK in the end. Yeah, he flew back, didn't he? And they, yeah, he was, he was quite cool, actually. Yeah, he, was, get, I, he used to phone me on my mobile. I was like, who the hell is this? Is like, Hello, is this Carl? This is Ronnie Rosenthal. What? What's going yeah. on? That does yeah, that was sometimes. weird. Sometimes you get a phone call from a player and you're like, this is odd. I never thought I'd be speaking to this person. I know I've got their phone number as well. <laughs> you know, mm. it's, it's... Jo- Jono, Jono was brilliant as well. Oh, Jono, John, was Jono was brilliant. Yeah, he was. He was probably brilliant. my favourite player, Jono. So to actually be able to talk to him, and, and that was a weird evening because we were all drinking alcohol. We don't normally drink when we're doing a podcast. Well, sometimes we might, but it just so happened that Jono had a large glass of red wine, as did I. Carl had a beer, and it felt like we were just having a chat down a pub or whatever. So that was fantastic as well. I know you asked about who we'd like to speak to, and we didn't really answer that and went with oh, people no, no. Spoke to, but you know, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. As I say, it's brought it so much, and it's lovely as a fan. So I started supporting them late nineties. So the players you've interviewed are the players that made me fall in love with what for football club, really. So yeah. for me, that's yeah. why it's it's perfect. Um, I want to make sure that we do this. So just make sure. And I've got one more little bit I want to do, but before that, can you just let everyone know how they can get in touch with podcasts, where they can find the podcast? Whatever you want to give in terms of links for, for people to find you. Well, um, so we're on Twitter at DNSYE underscore podcast. That's the Instagram as well, isn't it, Carl? I believe. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, we haven't ventured into TikTok yet, so don't don't bother with that. <laughs> and we don't um, plan to. <laughs> and we probably don't plan to. If you go to Twitter, there's a link tree on there. And on that link tree, it's got 
previous guests, all of the links to our personal Twitters, etc., etc., etc. I, um, as you alluded to earlier on, I'm just going to do this last little bit. So I was invited onto your podcast. I've talked about the walk when I was doing it, but I was also invited on to battle the man on my screen as well. Oh, this about, doesn't bode well. What's going to happen now? <laughs> I was going to ask a question. So when I did the walk, I was at Dave Messenger, lovely guy, EDI uh, officer at the football club. We had a little tour and in the dressing room, there was a stretcher. And I said, is that the famous stretcher that Pierre... Isa Isa fell off back in the day and he asked me, he said, right, I've got a question based on this. He said that I have to ask if you're a true Watford supporter. So in true world versus Cole form, if you don't mind me stealing the format. No, go for it. True format. Who was the substitute that came on for Pierre Isa when he was dropped off the stretcher? Now you're asking. And I got this right. Pierre Isa would have been a defender, wouldn't he? Yeah. So I'm going to go... Made his debut, did he? Made his Who, debut. Oh. Uh, okay. I, I will probably say Lloyd Doyley, but I imagine that's not correct. Can I have a Carlos's uh, version? Oh, that's a good shout, Justin. If it's a yeah. debut around the 2002 kind of era, uh, yeah. Lloyd Doyley... Oh. Yeah, um, I want to say, what's his name? Lee? It's not Lee Cook. He was a forward, wasn't he? Mm, no. Yeah, he was. Sorry, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got to go with that. I've got to go with Lloyd Doyley. I'm going to say Lloyd Doyley. Well, you would both pass Dave Messenger's oh, Oxford fan. <laughs> oh. It's a horrible question, isn't it? It's a horrible yeah. question. That is an absolute stinker. I mean, everyone just remembers him being dropped on a stretcher. No one remembers who came no. on to... <laughs> yeah, everyone was laughing too much. <laughs> <laughs> what happened next? Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought I was going to get my revenge for Well versus Carbo. Oh, sorry, not. mate. Sorry, um, Guys, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and having a chat about things. What We'll do this again, I'm sure, because... Yeah, love to. About. Thank you for your support with the walk as well. Just showing me here and there across your social media, across your vlogs, across every bit, having me on your podcast. Hey, you were the one who had the sore feet, mate. All we had to do was hit a retweet button. It weren't it weren't a much of a stress. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Like, I've walked I've walked a mile before. You know, I could do it again. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. I remember seeing you in the bunker when you finished it. So you were right. Said, I'm absolutely knackered. You <laughs> did. Yeah, you look broken. You did look broken. I mean, fair play to you, mate. What was the um just for for anyone? What was the final tally in the old? Uh, Money wise, um, raised through GoFundMe was one thousand eight hundred and twenty-six. Um, we got about two hundred pounds in the bucket that they had. There's a little bucket, yep. bucket going around on the day, and I work for Ocado and Ocado Foundation are matching up to five hundred pounds. So it should be about two and a half grand. Lovely so, job, lovely yeah, job, fantastic, fantastic mate. Much fifteen hundred pound over what we thought. So brilliant, brilliant. That's yeah, well done. Are you guys, doing it again? To be continued. <laughs> 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 uh, guys, thank you so much for coming. Pleasure, no worries, mate. Anytime.